stranded in Sharm el-Sheikh. This is The World. I'm Carol Hilson for Marco Werman. Investigators don't know what brought down a Russian plane over Egypt's Sinai Peninsula. Still, British flights out of the resort of Sharm el-Sheikh have been grounded, leaving thousands of tourists stuck in the airport and local hotels. We just kind of got left to our own devices, and any member of staff that walked past, you kind of just grabbed and hoped they could give you an answer, to which they couldn't. Also, the appeal of Western-style fast food in Iran. We have these new shopping malls that are opening, and all of them have food courts. And a Mexican court ruling that allows four people to grow their own marijuana. They're really not stoners. I mean, these guys are doing this to make a point. It's all ahead on The World. The World is brought to you by PRI with support from Lumosity.com, brain training designed by neuroscientists that has been used by 60 million people worldwide with personalized training programs to challenge memory, attention, and problem solving. You can learn more at Lumosity.com. I'm Carol Hills, and for Marco Werman, and this is The World. The investigation continues into what caused the crash of a Russian airliner in Egypt's Sinai Peninsula on Saturday. All 224 people on board the plane were killed. Security concerns have grounded flights into and out of the Egyptian resort town of Sharm el-Sheikh, leaving tourists stranded. We'll speak to one of those tourists in a few minutes, but first, let's look at what might have brought down the plane. British Prime Minister David Cameron said today, We don't know for certain that it was a terrorist bomb, but it's a strong possibility. Meanwhile, a State Department spokesman said the U.S. had not yet made a determination about the cause of the incident. However, he added, we can't rule anything out, including the possibility of terrorist involvement. Russia and Egypt have cautioned that it's too early to draw any conclusions. Jonathan Marcus is the BBC's defense and diplomatic correspondent. He says hard facts are few and far between. Well, we still know relatively little. I mean, clearly the uh, cockpit recorders, the physical evidence, uh, the wreckage of the aircraft, sadly, of course, also one must encompass in that the bodies and the luggage and the personal effects of the people on board. That is all available and is being studied. Uh, No clear indications yet from that, according to particularly the Russians and the Egyptian authorities. But of course, what we do know is that there was sufficient concern amongst British intelligence uh, officials uh, for the British Prime Minister uh, to Mr. Cameron uh, to actually halt uh, all flights to and from uh, Sharm el-Sheikh, which he did, of course, uh, yesterday. Other countries have followed through as well. The Irish have done similar. Uh, There are French airlines not flying, German airlines as well. So we don't know the details of what might have uh, been revealed. There are some suggestions, indications that it might have been chatter communications uh, from IS-linked groups uh, in the uh, Sinai Peninsula, a very uh, restive and uneasy part of Egypt. We can't say that for certain, though, but it was clearly enough uh, to give the British authorities a cause for concern, and that's why they took the action they did. And you mentioned uh, British Prime Minister David Cameron and he sort of said, made a remark that it was probably a bomb, which um, I'm wondering how Russia and Egypt are reacting to that. 
Well, the Russians, the Egyptians basically think this is a premature judgment. Uh, they don't believe uh, that there is clear evidence yet. Uh, it's interesting because uh, just a short while ago before I uh, came to speak with you, I was watching the press conference uh, between David Cameron uh, and the Egyptian president, al-Sisi, who, as you say, uh, is visiting London. In public, at least, it was a very friendly uh, exchange. Uh, there are key uh, strategic uh, and security issues, uh, obviously, the, the downing of this aircraft, but quite apart from that, obviously, the whole uh, regional situation is high on the agenda. We've seen over recent months, particularly the Americans and, of course, Britain here now, basically trying to reach out and uh, re-establish warmer ties with Cairo. And I don't think even the terrible tragedy of this uh, uh, airliner have really uh, derailed that particular visit. How about the always delicate relationship between Washington and Moscow? It, you know, there's sort of tense diplomatic relations between the two at this point. And what we're reading, it doesn't seem like U.S. investigators are getting much information from their Russian or Egyptian counterparts about this particular tragedy. It is a curiously complex situation. So, you know, whilst you have on the one hand Russia uh, intervening in the Syria crisis in a way which uh, isn't seen in the West as being particularly uh, constructive...